How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Kansas City, it's George Karlaftis, and you're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. I remember one Christmas I got the PlayStation 2. I got the bundle that came with Gran Turismo 2. And I remember how excited I was. I think the PlayStation 2 is the greatest game console ever made. It was one of the best gifts I've ever received. I get that same feeling every time I get the opportunity to talk to our next guest. He is with Arrowhead Pride. It is the most popular Chiefs website on the entire interwebs. His football knowledge is second to none. His spirit as well. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete Sweeney! Pete happy Sweeney, holidays. how you doing today, yeah, man? Happy holidays. Christmas Christmas is ahead, and the, the game that goes with it. Right? I asked Quentin this question. I'll, I'll get your answer to this. Yeah. I asked him what was his Red Rider BB gun. Every kid had a toy that they really, really wanted more than all the other toys. Mm-hmm. Quentin said that he wanted... Uh, the official lightsaber from the Star Wars series. Uh, when you actually swung it, it made the sound zoom, zoom. Sure. What was what was Pete Sweeney's Red Rider <laughs> BB gun? Well, I don't mean to to copy your answer, but it's kind of like a a pseudo copy. The, the next next iteration, the PS3, was I was eyeing it, and it at the time it seemed that it would it would be impossible for you know you'd open that on Christmas because it was kind of at the same time as of, of whatever Christmas it, it was, and uh, lo and behold. Um, Santa pulled off a miracle, and so I, I'll remember that for, for a while. But the PS3, not the 2. What was the game that you played the most on PS3? Like, what was the game that just, you had to have it? I, I was always a big sports guy. Uh, also did the uh, Grand Theft Autos, so Madden and, and NHL, and then uh, Grand Theft Auto, and I also enjoyed, like, the the WWE SmackDown games as well. I Nothing beats the originals of like the N sixty four days, but I, who was your favorite wrestler? Like, I don't think you and I have ever talked about <laughs> wrestling before. Were you a big Rock? Were you a Shawn Michaels? Like, who was Pete Sweeney's favorite wrestler <laughs> at twelve years old? Uh, well, early on, young, young Bret Hart, because I, you know, I used to love Bret. Hart, Everybody too. loved Bret Hart at the beginning, and then he had that cool leather jacket. As you went, you know, as you got older, it it you know kind of morphed into Ultimate Warrior, and then. Uh, Steve Austin and The Rock, and then I kind of landed on Chris Jericho by the time I, you know, I kind of grew up into the, my mid-teens, as they say. I love learning more about Pete Sweeney. I'll just keep asking you Christmas questions over the course of the day. <laughs> uh, right. Let's start with this. There's been a lot of criticism towards Kadarius Tony over the course of the last two weeks or so, dating back to a couple of weeks ago and the what happened in the game against the Buffalo Bills. Also, fast forward to last week. Did you hear what Gronk said earlier today mm-hmm. on Kay Adams' show? Yeah. I'm going to play it in case people didn't hear. This is what Gronk said about Kadarius Tony this morning. Kadarius Tony is an athletic freak. The guy can run routes like no other. He can, he can return punts. But when you're making costly mistakes like that, in and out, I mean, from beginning of the season to the uh, to middle of the season, throughout your whole career, it's kind of like you just don't love the game of football. You're just out there because you're just so athletic that you were born with that type of athleticism. But you're not out there to be the best teammate you can be or best football player that you can be because those mistakes that he's making should have been corrected after the first time. If you love the game of football, you go back 
to the locker room. You take accountability of it all. You go, you go hit the practice field. You make sure you look that ball in, catch it and tuck it and secure that ball well. And that's what you do if you love football. And then you don't make that mistake again. But when you keep making mistakes like that, you must not be that much into the game and you must not love the game. So that was Rob Gronkowski earlier today when talking about <laughs> Kadarius Tony. I mean, at almost every single turn. I mean, he said earlier in the week that he thought he should be deactivated. He said that. Like, Gronk has been maybe the most vocal nationally about Kadarius Tony. What do you make of the mistake that he made in the game against the New England Patriots? And I've made the point that it feels like we are at a crossroads in his career and the team's sort of expectations for him. There's three weeks to go. They are a month away from playing a playoff game. It's time to know who you can trust, who you can depend on, and who you can't. What do you make of the last two weeks and how people have talked about Kadarius, Tony? Well, I mean, it, if you hear that from Rob Gronkowski, I think if I'm, I'm KT and I hear that, my quick answer would be, well, if there's anyone who knows that uh, uh, someone do doesn't love football. It's Rob Gronkowski who, who quit at the age of 29 and 32 with probably a lot of productive years left. So if, if anyone could tell that someone doesn't love football, it would be Rob. And I loved watching Gronk, but uh, he, you know, he probably left with some years on the table. Kudos to him. He saved his money, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, I, 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 I've been disappointed, I think, in, in the year that, that it's been for Kadarius. I think he would say the same. Uh, I think the, the Chiefs would, would say the same. I think they had uh, ultra, ultra, ultra high expectations uh, to the point of they were, and, and they don't do this a lot, uh, they were leaning into the, def the definition of his role, being a number one guy uh, coming in. And so it started off on the, the wrong foot quite literally where the five minutes in a training camp were there and you're like, oh, my God, is he walking off the field already? And then he, you didn't see him until – Week one. So you start off uh, kind of bad. Uh, it wasn't a good week one, quite obviously. Up and down as far as injuries go. The snap count was rising and falling. Never really able to settle in, in in 2023. And now it's to the point where he's gone from these grand expectations to a you know, flat-out liability. I don't think anyone would argue with that. And in talking with Andy Reid, if you go back and listen to our, our Monday presser, I, you know, I tried my best to, to kind of see where – Andy is on this whole situation, and he 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 essentially said he wouldn't go there. And I you know I I understand that you know you don't want to uh, get into the weeds necessarily with every single thing in the media. But if you compare what he said in the same press conference uh, via Zoom uh, as far as Kadarius goes and Richie James, uh, first I asked about Kadarius, and he said you know I don't want to get into that, but he knows he has to catch the ball. Later on, another reporter asked about Richie James, and he, he straight up is like, we got to play him more. So when it's positive, Andy is willing to kind of talk about the details. So I, I think at least for right now, Kadarius played himself out of uh, an opportunity to have a, a key role in the offense. And I wonder if you see James and Tony flip-flop this weekend uh, as far as returner and, and more of those gadgety plays for Tony. I don't think he's going to be completely, completely phased out, but I think James will, will get a shot here because uh, with limited opportunities, he's made the most of it and – Tony, and there's no other way to say this, right? I, I like him, but he's losing you football games right now. I would love to know why it hasn't worked with Kadarius Tony. Because Patrick has spoken very highly of him. Kelsey has spoken very highly of him. The team obviously believed in Kadarius Tony, and it's not like you don't see it. Like he certainly looks the part, mm -hmm. right? At his times, speed, for sure. his agility, yes. his athleticism, he certainly looks the part. And you would think in this offense with Mahomes, with Andy Reid, with Kelsey on the other side, with the opportunities that you've been given, and it just hasn't come together. I would love in a very honest moment to get Andy Reid or Brett Veach, hey, there was something that you liked about this guy. You traded a third-round pick for him. You've given him opportunities. This offseason, you had plenty of chances to kind of move off yeah. of him. And you have always kind of doubled down on your belief in Kadarius Tony. I'd love to get their logic on why it didn't work. Yeah, I I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not I'm not exactly uh, sure. You know, I, I I don't think the amount of injuries that he has on an annual basis, and it's not just the initial knee injury. He had other injuries as the season went along. I don't I don't think that helps a player when you're not playing as much, and then suddenly you're getting an opportunity and you're playing a lot. Uh, whatever it's been, it's been too much for him to handle as far as ha having a, a role where the Chiefs can feel comfortable depending on him. You know, I think that's where where 
they're at. And to Andy's credit, I mean, he's kind of said, well, Kadarius is 24, which in my mind means, okay, you know, maybe this isn't a forever thing where you can't trust him. But for right now, you got to lean into other players, right? You cannot have situations where you're popping the football up and giving teams that you should be dominating an opportunity. You know, I, I know the New England Patriots are the New England Patriots, and they were a tough team, tough defense, so on and so forth. But the Chiefs should have won that game by a lot more points if it weren't for Tony's mistake and also Blake Bell's mistake, where didn't come to the ball and, and ends up getting intercepted. And the Chiefs should have won by way more than 10. And they're, it's too late now. It's too late to have those mistakes because you have the playoffs coming up. Like, if you make those mistakes against a, a Buffalo Bills team who's very, very hungry right now, if you make those mistakes against a Baltimore Ravens team, who looks like right now this year the team to beat? You're not going to win. Yeah, I mean that. That's where that's where you're at. You're not going to win those games, and so they just can't wait anymore. They have to lean into other players, and I think you'll see that starting on Monday. Do you believe them when they talk about Richie James? I mean, because we've heard them say we got to do this, we got to do this, and then we see the snap count. And I mean, of all the players that played in the game, he played the fewest amount of snaps of any player in Sunday's game against the New England Patriots. Now that you have the injury with Scott Moore, this seems to me like the perfect time to start to really incorporate Richie James and give him yeah. 25, 30 snaps and see what he could do with the opportunity. You've never really given Richie James an opportunity. He got hurt so early on in the season, and you've been phasing him back into it. Mm-hmm. We only got three weeks left. I don't want to go into the playoffs unsure because Richie James played less than 100 snaps over the course of the season. That's not when you expect to ratchet it up that player's usage. No, and and you look at um... – but you look at the numbers here, and and the Chiefs coaches will always kind of say the same things, like earn your opportunities, meaning if you're a player who's in a reserve role and you're getting limited snaps, the, the times you are on the field, make the most of it. James has done that. that. I looked this up for my, my TV spot, which you can watch on KSHB 41 on Tuesdays at, at 5 and 6 o'clock on the newscasts. Um, in the three games, in the last three games, Richie James has had 17 offensive snaps. He's had three catches for 33 yards. That yardage is more than Tony and Moore's total, um, not together, but separately. The 33 yards is more than those players with all of the opportunities that they were getting. So I think to the point, they're to the point where they feel like, okay, we haven't given these guys any, or we haven't given this guy any snaps at all. And he, he's been able to manage 33 yards. What are we doing here? We got we to gotta see more of them, and I think you're going to finally see that. Right now, we're joined in studio by our guy, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. Pete Sweeney joining us in studio. It's funny because you have been one of the more positive, optimistic, hopeful people. I don't know the term that you would like to use. For all the talking that we've done about the Chiefs, if they win on Sunday, I would say step one of the phase has been completed. you got to win your division. You take care of your division. You get a guaranteed home game, and then we'll see from there. And then it's a question of what seed do they get? Well, we know they're locked in through one through four. The one seed is still a possibility. Now you're asking for a lot of other things to happen, and you can't control your own destiny in that way. But this team will probably be the two seed or the three seed, and you have as good of a chance of any AFC team to represent the AFC for the Super Bowl. Yeah, for me, I I think they're going to finish as the two seed. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure of it at this point. I think Baltimore's kind of played its way into being the one. I know they they got a couple tough games here, but I don't see them losing two or three. And I think they can go two and one. So I think Baltimore's probably your one. And you see the Chiefs as uh, the number two, which, you know, for them, you know, you can argue, okay, that's that's a down year. But for all of the ups and downs and everything that you, you kind of think about to win an eighth straight division title, and to, in, in a way, have some home games in the playoffs. And who knows what happens with Baltimore. Once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. They can lose, and maybe if you continue to advance, you end up hosting the AFC title game for a sixth straight year. That has already happened in this tenure of them hosting um, that game. They haven't finished with the first seed in, in all those years. I, I just think the offense has been um, a little bit more developing this year, and uh, I think this is now a city, and deservedly so, with this franchise quarterback, um, the best to ever do it through the amount of time that he's played in the NFL. I think it's demanding uh, excellence. It's demanding Super Bowls or bust. I completely agree. I don't disagree with that. you got to take advantage of that window of that player's career. Um, but the demand has kind of made, I think, these developing years where you kind of got to develop on the fly um, tough, tougher to swallow because you've seen them be so dominant on offense in previous years. But just the fact that they are still, I always say this, but it, 
in the analytical world, they're top five in offensive DOA. They're number five right now, right? And you're going to be number two in the AFC. And so I know the defense has played a large role in that, and I, I think some years the defense is going to be better than the offense. This is a long-term thing that you're thinking about. But I think you're seeing what I thought I saw as you went. I, I saw that they needed to establish number one receiver. Their plan A, which we just talked about, Kadarius Tony didn't work, so they got to figure out somebody else. Wasn't going to be Marquez Valdez-Gantling. They limit his snaps. They started to see, okay, there's some signs with Rasheed Rice here. More snaps, more snaps, more snaps. He got 60 yards on a touchdown. He played he, more than any player that wasn't the offensive line or, or Mahomes. He's not one of the better rookie wide receivers in the league. He's better. He's one of the better wide receivers in the league. We've been complaining about wide receivers all year, haven't we? Now you suddenly have, with 14, 15 games under his belt, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. To pair that with one of the best tight ends in the NFL, sure, it's been a little bit less productive, but still one of the best tight ends in the NFL. And now one of the top five running backs coming back. So you're telling me top five running back, clearly top five tight end. Right now, the way he's playing the last four weeks, top five wide receiver against any receiver, I feel pretty good about the offense to be good enough. I'm not saying it's going to be great, but I think it's going to be good enough in the playoffs. And you got to get ticking here. You got to gain some momentum as you go into the postseason. This is kind of what I was feeling all year. I know it's been like pulling teeth. I get that. Um, But that's where all of that that energy came from. I've been wanting to get your thoughts on this, and we're talking to Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. I think Buffalo is the quintessential 2023 team. Buffalo could win the Super Bowl. They also could just outright (laughs) miss the postseason. You know, like on a week-by-week basis, you have no clue what to expect from Buffalo. Buffalo beat the Cowboys. They went on the road, and they beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I would say two of the better wins that you can have in the National Football League. They also could miss the playoffs because they lost to the Patriots and they also lost to the New York Jets. Like anything is possible with Buffalo. What do you make of how Buffalo has played these last couple of weeks? And do you consider them to be the most dangerous team in the AFC? I do. Um, You know, dangerous has to come with your situation as well, right? Like who's the real dangerous team in the AFC? It's always the top seed, right? Because they've been playing the best all year. Like right now, I don't know if you necessarily want to see the Baltimore Ravens or even the Chiefs, like if they're going to be two. Um, but but dangerous is when you're a lower seed and you're playing really well and hot at the right time. And you've seen these teams sometimes in that four to six range make their way because of the way they're playing at the end of the year all the way to the Super Bowl. That's what hurts the most about the Kadarius mistake from two weeks ago. You had a chance to really make it difficult on the Buffalo Bills, and you had the game. I mean, I don't know how the, the final drive goes. The Chiefs have been forward in saying that, that the Bills would have got the ball back. But you had a chance to bury them, and they, are, they have just so much life right now. And I, as I said now a couple times, I think the Chiefs are going to be the number two seed. It's close between a couple teams, but if you really look at the percentages, right now, uh, according to ESPN analytical percentages, the number 17, most likely team, 18%, I believe it was, is going to be the Buffalo Bills. So you might be getting them on Wild Card Weekend. And so it... That is not a matchup that I want to see. Not to say that I I don't think the Chiefs uh, can beat the Bills. I just think that you'd rather another t- them have to go through another team, right? Like you've seen this in the championship years uh, of the Chiefs, where sometimes you, it it breaks your way, where another team takes care of a team that maybe doesn't match up as well, and all of a sudden you have a, an easier path. I mean. A Chiefs-Bills matchup will be very, very interesting uh, if that ends up being the case on wildcard weekend. Let me play this out just a little bit here if we just, like, look ahead for a bit. Who do you think gets that Monday night football playoff game if it's Chiefs and Bills in round one and also the Cowboys are playing on wildcard weekend? Because remember last year, the Cowboys and Brady, they got the Monday game. Who do you think gets that Monday game if that's the scenario? Because... Yeah, you got two incredible options if you're ESPN to pick from. And you also got remember if you're ESPN, you're going to get one shorter Mahomes game because you got flexed out for Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, You you always look at the Cowboys because they just always draw the best because there's so many fans everywhere. But I I almost think that a Mahomes Allen matchup with how many times these guys have faced in recent years and. Mahomes and the Chiefs kind of going through the year that they have had, and then the Bills just kind of coming back from the dead, like quite literally. I think that would be too enticing to pass up for that Monday night, which is a a built-in disadvantage in its own right. A lot of people make the case that uh, there shouldn't be a Monday night wild card game or and you know the money is too good so tv you know how that goes yeah so that there, there will Same be reason one. why we have a playoff game that will be exclusively on peacock this year <laughs> i know <laughs> i know make sure you sign up um speaking of wwf that's how you get all your wwf uh 
But yeah, no, I, I think there would be a good chance if it was a, a 2-7 matchup between those two teams. Maybe you would see it on the Monday night. Uh, it would have to be, if it's going to be any team but the Cowboys, as you were kind of alluding to, it, it has to be a matchup that really speaks volumes, uh, I think, over whatever the, the Cowboys draw there. Do the, do the Raiders do anything that bothers you? Because, like, at least with the Patriots, yeah. I think you could, and I don't know if you could talk yourself into it, top five defense, Belichick, on the road, could they keep it close enough where you then implode? I don't know if the Raiders, I know that they went out and they scored 60 points last week against the Chargers. That is a team that has absolutely quit and I think was playing like they wanted their coach to get fired. Right. I feel far more confident this week against the better team than I did going on the road last week against the New England Patriots. Yeah, I mean, I know they just dropped 63, but uh, week to week, it, it's hard to to replicate that. I mean, it's such a matchup thing, and the Chargers are just a mess right now. Sorry to, sorry to your Chargers. Uh, I feel bad for you a little bit, but uh, you can't do that if you want me to eliminate the MVS here. You can't. You, you got. You got to pick which one. Which one you going to be? Either, either you're going to be it's on Team late. Chargers or not, or it's going to be MVS as the number one wide receiver. Uh, um, but I think what's become interesting this year about the, these Chiefs is you kind of like these teams that really run through their number one wide receiver because the Chiefs defend that the best. So the Raiders are coming in, and we don't know the status of Josh Jacobs. The Raiders are done. So if, if Jacobs, if there's any question with them, there's no real reason to push him through. I don't think he would want to push through. Remember, he's got that whole contract situation going on. So I I look at them, and it's like, you know, can you stop Devontae Adams? And Legereus Steed and Trent McDuffie have, have already proven, like, we can stop literally anybody in the league. It could be anybody. And so I like this matchup for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, it's still a rookie quarterback. Uh, this is a game that Kansas City clearly needs. It's a home game. You know that place will be rocking with tons of kids and families on Christmas. I I like this game for the Chiefs. I like the rest of the games for the Chiefs. I mean, the, it's just the ultimate quarterback advantage in each game. I'm worried next week against the Bengals, especially if Jamar Chase comes back. You know, you know that team. Is he coming back plays? though? They said at least a week. You know, but even still, like I'm saying, it they can they can handle Chase. I, I it's. It's unbelievable to say, and it'll make for a very interesting contract situation, but Legereus Sneed has eliminated the threat of elite wideouts, which is just such an asset um, you know, to have as part of your team. So we'll see what the Chiefs do. The last time they had a guy that kind of has grown into this after was Traverius Ward. Ward is, has been pretty good for San Francisco, and they let him go, but I, I tend to think they're going to want to keep Legereus around. Let me ask you this. I'll get this out of the way early because I want credit for this topic. Okay. Let's say that they franchise tag Chris Jones. Yeah. And they are in the business of giving out one free agent deal this offseason. Would you give it to Snead or T. Higgins? I give it to Snead. <laughs> no, no one's going to like that answer. I think Jones is getting tagged and traded. I mean, that that's how I feel like his Kansas City career is going to end. They're similar to what they did with Tyree Kill. A uh, little bit of a different scenario there, but I think, you know, they'll tag Jones work with him on a list the agents um, who are great to work with as you guys know uh, will work with that new team and the Chiefs will get some compensation back for Jones I think I think we're in the final games of Chris Jones I mean you saw that interview that he had with Amazon a few weeks ago he knows this is the last dance for him and the Chiefs Um, I think everyone kind of realizes that and so I, I think They'll tag him, but then that money will come off the books. Do you think they trade a second-round pick with Jones? Because I can actually see it being very similar to the Orlando Brown trade, that they yeah. get back a first-round pick, but they don't have a second-round pick. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that could be the case. Uh, it's hard to always – compensation in the NFL, Always, I've been doing this a long time now. It always surprises me. It's very hard to predict. Um, but I would, I would sense that they would want a first-rounder, late first-rounder if they could get one. Um, but it might be a scenario where you're sending a pick back. Yeah, I could. I wouldn't rule that out. Right now, we're joined in studio by our friend Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. All right, Pete, this is what we're going to do. We're going to step aside here, okay? And we're going to move off football. What we're going to do is <laughs> oh, we no. did this with Aaron Ladd last week. Oh boy, I'm going to play six Christmas songs for you, okay? And I want us to. I want you to tell us if this is the song that you're going to give a thumbs up or a thumbs down to. If this is the song that you think is naughty, 
or Ooh. a song that you think is nice. We're going to play that coming like up that. on the other side. Keep Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Right here is the drive. All right. Peach Looney of Arrowhead Pride is what we're going to do. Quentin. So we actually did Quentin's Spotify wrapped earlier. Remember when we did your Spotify wrapped? We did his. And I'm going to play for you. Or he actually going to play for you what his number. This was Quentin's number one song most listened to on Spotify last year. All right. Well, I got Now I got to pull. I got to pull back up. I'm sorry. My bad. It's okay. Look, um, we got all the time in the world. What are we doing? <laughs> we got all the time in three and a half hours. Yeah, plenty of time. So what we're going to do is we did this exercise last week. We did this exercise with our guy, Aaron Ladd, where we played a Christmas song for him. Mm-hmm. And then we had him give either a thumbs up or a thumbs down Binary. on yeah. if he liked the Christmas song or not. All right. So you know what? We're going to do that exact same thing for you. Quentin's going to play a Christmas song, and you're going to tell us whether or not that's a song that you're a fan of. All right, Quentin, take it away. Where are you at, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride? I like this one. Uh, thumbs up for me. I, I like these songs that you could see you could see in your mind the Thanksgiving parade and, and a bunch of dancers dancing in unison to them. So uh, I like this one. Uh, I'll give it a thumbs up. You know what? I got to give this song a thumbs down for this reason. Why? That's not a song that I would listen to in my free time. And if that song came up on the shuffle, I would skip it. That's a song that you only hear at pop-up bars <laughs> and when you're going shopping. Like at the homework store. Yeah, like that's a that that's a song that you would hear if you're going to Kohl's to pick up an air See, fryer for your mom. If you put it that way, where like, would I put it on? It's I'm probably like, wouldn't put that song on. So. That's why I gave it a thumbs down. All right, I'm changing my answer then. Okay. Yeah, I, that's I, why I... I, I don't know. If, that, that's really. not a, of all the, there's so many Christmas songs. There's some Christmas songs that I would listen to. Like, right. hey, I'm, I'd put that on the rotation or I if we were it. out somewhere. I'd be like, oh, okay. okay, cool. I like this song. That's a song I only want to hear at Urban Outfitters. That's no, that's a negative. See, the game is a lot clearer now. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't put that's that how song. I'm, that's how I give my rating. Okay. You can give your no, own. No, we should be on the same page. I, you know, we love this is the, the drive with Pete and, and Carrington. <laughs> I told you last week. So. Thumbs down. <laughs> it's like the definition of a Hallmark Christmas song it's like they play that in every hallmark christmas music it's like the same song as almost any other song uh piskel and seabert give it two thumbs down (laughs) two thumbs down all right let's hear let's give you another song pete sweeney oh yeah 
próspero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. If you give this song a thumbs down, I don't know if we can move forward. Well, I don't know if I would give it a a a thumbs up exactly, but would I give it a Pogaris Asia Arriba? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I, I, I'm giving it dose thumbs up, two thumbs up. That's an absolute. That's a amazing Christmas song. And I don't know what they're saying. No. After they say Feliz Navidad, I don't know that little well, they, middle part. They want to wish you a Merry Christmas. No, I know what that part, but then they, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know what they're saying, but I just love it. It's yeah, great. It does sound good. I put that thumbs one thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Dos manos. See, I just love that it's different. You know, like that's that's the thing. It's a great song. You I know love it. what song? And it's uh, it's it's similar because uh, it's in a different language uh, in Spanish. But I I never knew before this year. I saw it in a commercial. Donde esta Santa Claus? I've never, never heard that before. It was on this commercial, and I'm like, this is pretty catchy. Donde esta Santa Claus? <laughs> Another, I, I added one this it year. It had a good rhythm to okay. it. All right, let's keep it moving here. Baby, it's cold outside. Got to go but away. baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. I'll hold your hands. They're just like My ice. Beautiful, what's your I'm giving this one a thumbs down. You know, it, instant it, thumbs down. It, I didn't even, I know, I'm thumbs down. A lot of controversy to this song. In the 90s and 2000s, it was okay to give it a thumbs up, but it's no longer okay. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with society. Not that I liked it before, and I will stick with the thumbs down. Too slow for me, and uh, and the the tones of it are, are not good if you really dig into it. Yeah, I'm, that, this is a thumbs down for me. You know, I, I, I don't know if, if you're. If your music video was in black and white for the Christmas song, I don't know if I need it anymore. We got we got too many vibrant, upbeat countries or Christmas songs to no, baby, it's cold outside. It's a thumbs down for me. Yeah, Absolutely baby, maybe not. it's no outside. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to stick with you. We're on the same page here. I don't like that one either. We're playing thumbs up, thumbs down to Christmas songs. We're just trying to get a good feel for what our dear friend Pete Sweeney likes. All right, what's our next one? Of a white Christmas. Yeah. Just like the ones I used to know. This is a, it's a classic. This is a must. You got to thumbs this one up. This is one of these where, uh, you know, Christmas morning happens. Like you do the whole present thing. You get up early. And you're cooking a little bit of Christmas bacon and eggs. And maybe you got some bagels and some coffee brewing. Some holiday hash. Holiday hash. And and you put this song on. You could uh, you could probably make a Pandora playlist out of this song for you, for those of you who have been uh, musicking for a while. And whatever would come on it from, from this song would be a nice Christmas morning for you. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I'm giving this song a thumbs down. No, this is our first disagreement. I'm giving this song you a thumbs down. You can't give White Christmas a thumbs down. I have never can't. been dreaming of a White Christmas. Never. Yeah, you know you how love, I feel about love, the cold. You, love you know how I feel about the snow. This is a thumbs down. The only time I like this song is when Kevin is shaving in Home Alone. No, thumbs down. For me, to, I'm not to go to against that. the 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 Christmas you used to know is just a crazy move. That's I, not the Christmas I want to know. I don't want to know. You know what the Christmas I like? The one that we currently. I hope the same weather, the same conditions that we have right now on the 20th. I hope that's what it is on. You Monday. know, I like fall weather, but on on Christmas when it snows, there's something about a snowy. There's something about a snowy Christmas morning that that uh, it's just different than the rest. Of it. Yeah, that's why you lived in upstate New York and you moved out of it because you got tired. You had so many white Christmases. You said, I don't want to do many. this anymore. You didn't like the white Christmas in upstate New York when it was negative eight degrees. I'll tell you that much. No, you no, didn't want you didn't good. want a white Christmas no. anymore. You want a green Christmas. That's what you want it to look like. You know what? The Feliz Navidad and White Christmas are ap- are opposite vibes. Like you'd play Feliz Navidad if you were on like a vacation and yeah, somewhere warm for Christmas. Uh, you're not pl- you're not playing. You're out at the, the you're out at the Christmas pop up and you're taking shots when oh, that God. happens. Nobody has ever took the a naughty, shot to, to Bing Crosby. The naughty or nice shot from uh, <laughs> Miracle on the Plaza. Um, an option for you. Yeah. Are you a big Miracle guy? 
You know, I've gone uh, a few times. I haven't uh, been this year, but I, I've been before. I don't know if I'm going back. I've been there, and uh, I like the Christmas pop-up bar. It's nice, but, man, those prices are crazy. Oh, they got you. It's Christmas. Then you know if that. If you get, you know, two cocktails a piece for you and yours, I mean, you're looking at $70. A, 70 bucks? Yeah. That's then you got to leave a what tip. What are we doing? Yeah. And then, what are we doing? And then you want to get a shot, too. You're you know what I mean? You're in the triple digits. Yeah, I don't know. Then you want to get their let's, little uh, mistletoe shot. Have you had one of the mistletoe yeah, shots? Let's make a miracle at home instead. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> let's make a miracle at home. It's wild. All right, Quentin. <laughs> Everywhere Take a look in the five and ten. I've never heard this song once before. again. With candy canes and silver lanes. You've never heard it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas? It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. You know what? I should like this song more than I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. This one's nice. I don't like it, but I like it more. It's nice. Uh, I'm. I know it's not an option. But I'm kind of like thumbs in the middle on this one. Mm, I know it's sideways a, thumb. I know it's a classic, but like you know how newscasters used to have to go like uh, this evening on the news. Here's what we're and like now it's like you kind of are conversational. He's got that old school like. He sounds like Dino you know, Spumoni. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what he sounds like. I don't think any new songs are made like in that voice anymore. So I no. like it. It's a classic, but I it's too, it's it's too much like that old style for me to give I it just want up. more of an upbeat Christmas song. Last Christmas, uh, you're like bopping mm. to it. You're dancing. You know what I mean. You're like having a good time when the, that comes on. You're not having a good time when that song comes on. No. No. I. Yeah, I'm, I'm teetering down now. Um, Thumbs down. I'm thinking like I was kind of in the middle, like the Gladiator guy, and now I've made my decision. Like you know, take care of him. We got any more Christmas songs, Quinn? We got one more. We got one more. All right, let's hear it. Oh, this is a good one. They've got cars, biggest bars, they got rivers of gold. But the wind goes right through you, no place for the old. When you first took my hand on a cold Christmas Eve, you promised me Broad Street was waiting for me. You were handsome, you were pretty, you're the king of South Philly. When the band finished playing, they howled out for Yeah, this is an easy yes. Doesn't even sound like a Christmas song. It sounds like a party. <laughs> it, is, it is very upbeat. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I love it. This is this is where I'm torn. I mean, this is an this easy yes for you. Knew I was gonna like this song. I'm not gonna put this song on my Christmas list. This will be on mine. Why not? But if I was out and that song came on, I think I'd be in a good mood. You, you can be talked in the Governor 100 for the mistletoe shot. Yeah, that I song think comes I actually yeah. think that I would be. I think that I would be in the mood for this song for this Christmas song. Like, oh, okay, all right, we're kind of. Hey, we're having a good time. Go and get another round for the bar. Yeah, I, you know what? You I, have a you have a theme to the Christmas songs you like. You you like any song that you could play in the bar, but anything like at home life, kind of calm down with a glass of nog. You're you're just not you're not about those jams. No, I do. I just I guess maybe like those kind of songs. I just I don't know if like maybe the style of singing. Like I don't want to hear the Frank Sinatra version. I might want to hear the Stevie Wonder version of that song. I get know? yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, you're trying to hear Bing Crosby. I'm trying to hear the Temptations version of that a, same song. Are, you, are we talking about? Uh, I need a little bit more soul. Are we, in my are we Christmas talking about pumpkin and sweet potato pie <laughs> yeah, again? Right yeah, now? you know. What I, I knew mean. it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew what we were talking about. That's what I'm saying. You like the pumpkin pie version no, of these songs? No, not every pumpkin pie. I like a little <laughs> bit of both. I'll, I'll two helpings of pie if I have to. We got Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride joining us in studio. We'll get back to the Chiefs on the other side. If you got a question for Pete, let's do a little hashtag Ask Pete. Sure, let's a little do it. Christmas edition. If you got a question, we'll go rapid fire. 913 586 761. Christmas or Chiefsmas. You're, you're a pick. We can do Chiefs one. question. We can do Christmas question. Keep it right. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's the drive. Pete Sweeney is here. Your questions are here as well. 913-586-7610. Pete, what is your New Year's resolution? Well, uh, for the uh, 10th consecutive year, I'd like to lose a little weight. Uh, that's number one. You seem like the I want to read more books next year. I, and you I might said read that. one in January, and that's the only book you're going to read. The problem is me committing to books and and I need to get over this because I am making that resolution this year is I just read all day. So like, that's I, how I feel the, you know, I, I get to the end of the day. It's like, but I want to read stuff that I actually like, like that's different than sports. So that's kind of I'm leaning that way as well. Um, in, uh, in 2023. So, uh, losing weight, uh, reading books and, and, you know, we'll see what happens. More appearances on the drive. I am a big, so I'll either like or bookmark a lot of links. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, at night, if I can't sleep or if I wake up in the morning, I'll just like blow through five articles in, you know, a 20 minute span. Like I just read a really good article yesterday on the athletic about the recruitment of Adrian Peterson, like the, you know, oral history of mm-hmm. how he ended up. I mean, he's born in the heart of Texas, how he didn't end up going to Texas and going to Oklahoma. It's actually a really, really good story. I just read so many of them. I just don't know if I have much of a propensity than read outside of that yeah and man there's so much to watch but then i always end up buying a book like i normally end up buying like two or three books a year and i just don't ever do anything with them i'm i'm, I'm gonna reach for the stars I'm, I'm gonna i'm trying to do a book a week this year so do you we'll, plan we'll on writing another book well um it depends i mean i i'm a it's funny someone asked me this the other day the way that process works uh for that particular company is you write everything uh, leading into the super bowl and so there was a Philadelphia version of me last year. Ooh. And uh, you get a certain amount of money to start it and, you know, put that work in. And then you get a second amount of money if you uh, if it actually publishes. So a lot <laughs> rides on the game. And look, I, I think, like I said, and I maintain this, I think the Chiefs are good enough to win the Super Bowl this year. But that proposition, I think, would be scarier this year facing whoever comes out of the NFC you know, versus this Chiefs team, but I would still do it. I mean, it's worth it. It, it It's a lot of work, but it's very rewarding if uh, they do end up pulling it off. Someone on the text line says, the boys are over in the backyard and you guys are having a campfire. You're just talking ball and life. What cocktail are you serving? I think you got to have like a, a nice beer, but also a, a craft cocktail. Uh, and so I, I do my own version of the old fashioned. Uh, I, you know, I think that is good. You, you know, you get the, uh, I have this at home. I have the, um, like the big ice tray, that's the key. You got to want those big ice and a nice glass. And then, you know, the ingredients, the simple syrup and everything that you need, the bitters. Um, yeah, I'll hook you up right. We'll talk some ball and, and uh, get the fire going, yeah. Do you want to make fun of me cause I, so I can tell you my cocktail? I know what your cocktail is. Let me I mean, get, I would say at this let me, point, let I let probably... Let me guess, like a tangerine spritz? Close. <laughs> Close. <laughs> I am a big peach vodka cranberry yeah, and, a li- and a little bit of Sprite. Mm. Uh, that's... Every time. Hey, what do you want? That's what I want. All right. Sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, I might get the crown apple peach. All right. Yeah. I might I, I might switch out the peach vodka and I might go crown apple peach. Crown apple cranberry, peach. a little bit of sprite. Yeah. Yeah, keep them coming. That sounds good, man. Yeah, that's nice. Um, you were kind of judging me a little bit though. No, to each their own. Look, if you want to have a tangerine spritz, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll work on it for you. Uh give me your favorite random obscure old chief. 
Random, obscure, old chief. Um, shoot. Uh, who did I think about the other day? I saw his picture in Garozo's. I took my cousin to Garozo's. Um, have you had their uh, shrimp spadini? No, I have Incredible. not. Incredible. No, I have not. How about Frank Zombo? I can't think of the... <laughs> That's a good one. It was Frank a pi- Zombo is a good one. It was a picture of Frank Zombo with the owner of Garozo's, and there was another guy in there, and I cannot think of his name. That's who I wanted the name, but I'll, I'll say Frank Zombo. Let me ask you this question. Do you think Nick Wright is famous enough to get a picture up in Garozo's? Yeah, at this point he is. At this point he is. Yeah. I, I think so, too. I don't know when he was still working in this building like you and me, but... Um, you think I got a shot of being up there one day? I do. I think... Uh, I think who knows? Maybe we both do one day. But uh, we have to. We probably have to take like a together right, picture. Right. That's like the real sign of making it. The real sign of making. That's when I'll know Taylor Swift is from Kansas City. Right. Because like she's already like trending towards being from Kansas City. Taylor Swift will officially be one of us if she has a picture up in Garozo's with the owner. There, That's when you know you've made it in this city. There, you know, I I was actually looking at the photos the other day because I haven't been in there in a while. And my cousin came into town, so I took them to Garozo's. And I'm like looking here, and I'm like, there's a couple tweeners. So you're like, yeah, how is that know, person I, up there? Maybe there has a chance for me to be up here. Yeah, in this no, I feel the exact same way. There's some really big names, of course, too. Um, but there are some tweeners where you're like, I don't know. I'll tell you how to handle Garozo's when you got to go is on Monday because they don't charge you a corkage fee for the wine. Oh. So you can bring your own bottle of wine and then you can eat a Garozo. So you don't got to, you know, most of the time what actually adds to the bill, you know, in places is, yeah. you know, yeah, the, yeah. the alcohol. Like your meal would be $45, but you get a drink, she gets a drink, maybe you get another one. And yeah, that's what normally gets you. But on Mondays, that's you can take your own. That's a good tip. I didn't so know that. That's when I go on Mondays. That's uh, that's some good insight that's information. I mean. And right Sundays there. is half price wine. So yeah, that's why I'm. Just, that's so why I'm here to help I'm, you, my I'm, friend. One of my perks of this job is I have CDOT's personal phone number, so whenever I need a deal on something, I get one. <laughs> yeah, text. no, if, you, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you're here, I'm, uh, I'm here to help you. Uh, someone wants to know, Pete, why do you think that Matt Nagy is not catching more heat for the offensive production this year? Well, I he shouldn't. And like I was saying in, in previous years when maybe the Chiefs would have bad offensive games, like Eric B. Enemy should. I, it should always be Andy Reid when it comes to the offense. Uh, as much as I, I think it is a collaborative thing, he always makes the final decision on these things. And so you live and die uh, by Andy Reid. Andy Reid deserves a lot of credit for what the Chiefs offense uh, has become over the years, what they've been able to build with Patrick Mahomes. When they have a down year, he deserves to blame. Uh, and uh, I think that that you know went into some of the problems with EB getting a job. Um in the past is like, you know, you get, you're in quite a shadow in Kansas City. Uh, I, I think it is very collaborative offensively with, with KC, but it's always, you know, big decisions, seemingly every offensive decision, it's going to come down to Big Red in the end. And so that's kind of why I feel that way. Text line 913-586-7610. Just going through some of the questions that you guys have on uh, for our guy Pete Sweeney. Uh, someone wants to know, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, trouble, trouble, trouble. That one. Uh, you know what is that? It's called, I, it's called trouble. <laughs> uh, you, you were trouble when you walked in. Very catchy. Very catchy. Very catchy song. Mine is shake it off. I actually like shake it off. She, uh, she's talented. I mean, I look. I don't. Did you, did you go to the concert when she was here? No. Um, the Eras. I was. Uh, I sent my girlfriend. I was in. Um, I was in Des Moines. I went to the the golf the PGA golf tournament up there. I mean, my buddies drove up there, but. Um, my girlfriend said it was a great time. And you know what? Like what I was saying, like I wouldn't go and put Taylor Swift on, but sometimes when it's playing, you're like, this is, this is pretty catchy. I mean, she's, she's done a nice job. You could see why she has a big following. Who's your favorite random chief to talk to? Because like, people just don't mm. know how the locker room works, but when you go in there, like, you really see like the higher, like the, you see the tier system. Like you, you're not just going up to Patrick Mahomes and talking to him. Like that is just not how it works. Oh yeah. You probably aren't going up like to Travis off. Kelsey and talking to him. Like that's just not how it works. But you can walk up to oh, off Mike my- Pinnell and just, yeah. you could have a 20 minute <laughs> conversation if you want with Mike Pinnell. Who's been your favorite chief like that to talk to? Off Mike, uh, James Winchester will talk to us. Uh, you know, this is, we're not at, talking about like anything to do with the game. Um, Tommy Tommy Townsend is another one who just likes to SDS. Uh, as they say, um, 
I used to love talking to Jeff Allen. Jeff he was Allen. I used to really like talking yeah. to. Trey Smith has been funny to talk to. The special teamers are always really topic, good. You know, like Dustin Colquitt was great to talk to. You know, Suck Up was great. I talked to the other day. Again, you don't record anything because you just we're not talking about the Chiefs. But Jarek McKinnon is very funny. Like just a very funny guy to just like listen to to hear what he has to say about other stuff. What other color is his hair now? Is it still a wild? He's got the Cisco thing going on. Okay. All right. The uh, the beach blonde. I like the look. I always like that Cisco look. All he does is catch touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I couldn't wouldn't make sense for me to pull off, but uh, it make, he, he does a nice job with it. Uh, I will ask you this before we sign off. Uh, now that you're coming back at five o'clock. You know that they are building a sports book out at uh, Hollywood. Can we set it up where as a group activity, we go and watch mm-hmm. a game at the, I at love the that. book? Yeah, I'm actually going up there, I believe, next Wednesday um, to do a little bit of radio with Al. Um, like I would go up there to watch the college football. You're talking about separately. Like yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I I'll bring some. You know, I'll, I'll hit the bar and bring an old fashioned and a tangerine spritz for you. <laughs> that is our guy Pete Sweeney of Railroad Pride. He will be back during the hits. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined in studio by Aaron Ladd. Keep it right here. It's the drive. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 